Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Happy New Year, one and all! My name is Mark Ryan, in for Bill Ryder, along with Diesel Ryder Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. Fantastic to have you guys with us. Coming up over the next couple of hours, a good versus evil national championship game has been set And we all know who America will be rooting for. The number one pick in the NFL draft should now be signed, sealed, and delivered. There is nothing worse as a fan than being stuck in this situation by why it's it's a great day for the fan base involved. You can take this NFL team out of the oven because they are done as in cooked Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports joins us and so much more over the next couple of hours today. Rider than you, here's how you can take part. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. On Twitter, at CBS Sports Radio. My personal Twitter is Mark Ryan on air. That's at M-A-R-C, Ryan on air. You'll see if you tweet to the show. We'll get to your tweets live and on the air. Facebook.com slash CBS Sports Radio and listen live. CBS Sports Radio.com. My friends, this was a corrupt, baked in brand power invitational. And congratulations, because if what we are aiming to do is to get good games, quote unquote, nobody wanted to see Florida State. You got two very, very, very good games. If that's what you want, if that is the M.O., you have achieved. You have been successful. This is no longer a meritocracy. Those kids in college football have learned a very, very difficult life. Much of what happens in life is not a meritocracy. Uh, But Michigan played Alabama game number one. Michigan beat Alabama 27 to 20 in overtime in a game frankly folks that shouldn't have really even been that close. I mean 4 minutes left to go in the game Alabama leads 20 to 13 and I'm saying to myself I don't know if I've ever witnessed another game in my life that has been more clearly controlled dominated by one side that is going to lose the game. And I can illustrate this Over the course of the game, special teams, and boy, are they special. All right, special teams had Michigan in a 17-point hole. 17 points. And Michigan won a game in which they were minus 17 points directly correlated to special teams. Michigan muffed a punt in the first quarter. Seven points for Alabama. Uh, College kickers... You know, over 50-yard field goal is a really iffy proposition. Alabama was two for two on those. Their kicker's an alien. Michigan missed a 49-yard field goal. 
Michigan missed an extra point. Add it all up, folks. The Wolverines were minus 17 points on special teams. You know, if if you give Alabama one of those two field goals and Michigan doesn't muff the punts, Michigan doesn't miss the extra points, you know what the final score of that game is? 24 to 10. 24 to 10. Now, I'll tell you what. Uh, I've got, uh, it's it's funny, Tom, I've got Andrew Scarpacci, also from CBS Sports Radio, that is uh, texting me right now, might, might, maybe doesn't realize we're on the air, and you know how, Tom, I, I, I want to ask you this, my friend, do you have the opportunity, like, nobody likes the guy, right, that pops his collar, but we live in a freezing cold take society where you get 10 to 1, quote unquote, attention when you're wrong than when you're right. So let's just say, Tom, pretty daddy, that uh, let's just say I was right yesterday. Am I allowed to pop my collar just a little bit or no? Should, should I take the humble approach or is there no room for humility here? What do you say? You absolutely pop your collar whenever you can in sports, in life. That's what I subscribe to. I know our intro says Bill Ryder's humble. So I, I figure with all of that sarcasm included that I, I, I have to uphold the brand here, right? My friends, if you know of anybody who has more accurate, had more accurate college football playoff picks than yours truly yesterday, I'd love to see them. And I realize that either game could have gone either way, right? Alabama, the game went to overtime. They led by seven points with three minutes to go. Texas had a chance to beat Washington inexplicably at the end of that game. That would have gone down as the most historic choke job that the world has ever seen. But, folks, I I have it for you right there on Twitter. All right, it's out there for the world to see posted before the games were played yesterday. Diesel, I'm offering you tomorrow's winning lottery numbers for a fee. You know, when I saw how this was going last night, the wife and I went out to get Powerball tickets. Okay, like, listen, I got, I got, listen, I'm, I'm rolling, I'm, 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 I'm drawing aces here, man. Let's go. Michigan 28 24 was my score. Final score, Michigan 27, Alabama 20. My final score was Washington 38, Texas 36. Final score was Washington 37, Texas 31. My friends, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm like butter because I'm on a roll. Uh, why did I think both of these games were going to happen? Well, number one, Michigan. The last 10 years, the national champion has fit this criteria, okay? They have been in the top 10 in total offense or total defense. And in the other category that they weren't top 10 in, they were at least in the top third. Michigan is the only team in the college football playoff that meets that criteria. That criteria has determined the last 10 national champions. All right? And then number two, and I don't know how the chips on, on the shoulder work in your life, okay? But whenever I have a chance and I think an underdog has a viable opportunity, I like to go with them because Washington is just a far better team than anybody realizes. And all the analytics and all the smart guys and sports sorry, I'm friends with a lot of you, tend to be dead wrong on this team. 
The last time I was wrong on Washington was in the Pac-12 championship game, and I said, never again. Never again. I would not be a very smart man to not see what's going on here. Kalen DeBoer, year two. All this guy has done is win 90% of his games, and nobody knows who he is. You know, Diesel, one of my least favorite excuses from a fan base that doesn't want to fire a head coach, Buffalo Bills fan, Sean McDermott, wasting Josh Allen, is if you fire Sean, who are you going to get? Who are you going to get? I don't know, bro. Go find the next Kalen DeBoer. Go find the next Lance Leipold. Kansas, 0-9 to 9 wins. That's your job. As an NFL owner, that's your job as a college athletic director. Go find the next one of those. Because Kalen DeBoer is ruining the patience argument for every other new coach in college football. Took over a 4-8 and eight team. Started started at the bottom. Now we're here, right? Thirty eight to thirty six. Washington's in the national championship game, and not only is it impressive on that level, okay? But consider this: consider what is about to be broken, and you tell me where you're at, who you're going with here. The last twenty national champions have all met a criteria known as the blue chip ratio. Bud Elliott, 24-7 sports, CBS owned, devised this. It is brilliant. It's one of those like, why why didn't I think of this, right? Um, and, And so the blue chip ratio states that more than half of your roster had to have been four or five star recruits coming out of high school. And if you meet the blue chip ratio, you have met the minimum requirement to win the national championship. And again, it's declared the last 20 national champions. Washington does not meet the blue chip ratio. This is only the second time, Oregon in 2014 being the other one. Incidentally, this is the first time since that national championship game in 2014 where the SEC was not a part. But Oregon in 2014 was the last team that failed to meet the blue chip ratio that played in the national championship game. And they lost. I'm telling you, Washington's blue chip ratio is 34%. Remember, you got to be over 50% to win the national championship. But Bud Elliott himself says that this is a this is a metric that is going to be broken. And it's going to be broken by a team that has a superstar quarterback that catches fire. That's what we've got going on right now. Guys, I'll, I'll tell you this, Alabama and Michigan. Um, I, I lo- like I, it's interesting because I do think Jim Harbaugh is going to leave Michigan right now. I do. He's hired the same agent as Tom Brady. The Raiders are going to be in the market for a new coach. You know, sometimes, folks, you just have to read the tea leaves. Jim Harbaugh doesn't do kissing anybody's backside. He's prickly, right? I love him. I, like, I could relate to Jim Harbaugh every single day. Like, I love him because all he cares about is performance. He's not about kissing up. He's not about currying favor. And so Jim Harbaugh is divorcing himself, in my opinion, from what's become of college football. And what's become of college football is very painful for me. It breaks my heart. 
right? Like, we have now made college football. Realize this, Diesel. We've now made college football eight hours. Because all that matters all year long is what? The college football playoff. And then they make those of us in the East Coast stay up till 1 a.m. to see these to see these games. East Coast bias, more like East Coast fry us. I, I like I feel fried this morning with what you've done to me. Start the game at 2 p.m., not 5 p.m. What are we doing? But like what used to be special all year long. And you used to have these bowl games that were like Christmas presents for adults, right? What Christmas present did I get this year? Well, now everybody says the game has changed. No, no, no. The game hasn't changed. We've changed. We are, our priorities have changed. What we value has changed. Honoring your commitment has changed. Finishing what you started is no longer a priority. The same thing happened to baseball. In baseball, um, we were saying, well, the the game has changed. We're not into it. No, no, no. We've changed. The game didn't change at all. The game arrogantly failed to evolve. We evolved. We didn't have time for things that didn't matter anymore. We didn't have time for 16-inning regular season games anymore. Rob Manfred has done a great job as MLB baseball commissioner. He's the one guy that realized he's lost the casual fan. So we have changed. We don't prioritize bowl games anymore. We don't honor our commitment anymore. And I realize, like, I'm, I'm really coming off as, like, grumpy old man yells at Cloud. <sighs> I, I realize that. I get that. But I'm hurt by what I'm seeing. Yesterday's game, Alabama-Michigan, was all about the villains. You know, Alabama is the big bad villain in all of college football. And Michigan plainly cheated. There should have never been a, a, a debate as to who was in the college football playoff, right? Like, I, I could make an argument that Alabama was more deserving of being in than Michigan, given the fact that they cheated, all right? And, I, like, I can't believe, like, I, I, I realize in the last five years of my life, I was a high school teacher. Kid cheats on an exam, he gets a zero. He doesn't get, get a slap on the wrist and gets to keep going. Like, what, what are we teaching people anymore every day? Like, Michigan, essentially, through their actions, in my opinion, admitted guilt. Yet, in what's become the brand power invitational, Michigan survives, Michigan advances, and here Jim Harbaugh describes how he feels after triumphing over big, bad Alabama. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Glorious. That was glorious. It was a tremendous football game. Congratulate uh, Alabama on a terrific game. And they're, uh, they're great players and coaching staff and their their fans. Um, that was an epic game. And uh, glorious is uh, how I feel. That was a uh, tremendous win. Jalen Milrose sacked five times in the first half. Michigan led 13-10 at halftime. Alabama had been 66-0 in games in which they led 7-0 in the first quarter. Michigan has won 28 straight games when leading at half. Um, Guys, this is going to sound weird to you. Okay, but Jalen Milrow to me, I had some of the same concerns that I've had about Lamar Jackson. Did you just compare Jalen Milrow to Lamar Jackson? Well, hear me out. I need to see that Lamar Jackson can do what he's doing now in the postseason because he hasn't when it matters most. Value, he's not the most valuable player. If anything, he's shown that he isn't valuable when the game matters the most. You know, like his regular season performance has not carried over. One playoff win in five years. I need to see that against the best opposition, and Miami ain't it, brother, that he can make enough plays from the pocket when his scrambling ability is limited. I need to see that. Do I believe he can do it now? Probably. But I need to see it before I crown him. Channeling my inner Dennis Green. Alabama, on the other hand, that was the question. And Jalen Milrow failed miserably. 116 yards passing for the game. Under 300 yards of total offense. Under 100 yards of total offense at halftime. Michigan made him look very, 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 very limited. These were the question marks that you had. And for those of you that felt like Florida State was rightfully left out of the CFP, You mean to tell me Florida State's backup quarterback couldn't have thrown for 116 yards? You mean to tell me Florida State couldn't have also put up under 300 yards against Michigan? This is not about the kids at Michigan. This is about all those who did the wrong thing that in part led them here. And because the NCAA does everything at their own pace, at a snail's pace, by the time any punishment is levied here, No one will care anymore. But let's focus on the positive, my friends. Up next, to me, the number one pick in the NFL draft should now be signed, sealed, and delivered because a star is born. Mark Ryan, in for Bill Ryder, Ryder than you, along with my main man, D-Cell, and you're listening to CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. One of my favorite shows on the network. Mark Ryan in for Bill. Happy New Year to you and yours. Hope it's the best year of your life. I think I texted D-Cell on New Year's Eve uh, saying as much. Great to have you guys with us. 855-2124-CBS. That's 855-212-4227. Invite you to chime in on any and all that we are discussing. My friends, the national championship game, Michigan against Washington, 
All right. I called it. Very few others did. Everyone was falling in love with the brand of Alabama again yesterday. And I was like, listen, you're, you're remembering everything Alabama has been. That's not what they are right now. This is Nick Saban's worst iteration of Alabama. They are the most limited Alabama. They can't run the football well. They can't pass the football well. Their defense isn't elite. Yet you saw that A and you got googly eyes yet again. Yet again. We've all been guilty of chasing a skirt at one point in our lives, right? Stop chasing the Alabama skirt. They're not the same. Coaching performance tends to decline after the age of 65, and I am not about to doubt Nick Saban. But I also am aware that another title is not promised to them. And if you ask me today, is Saban going to win another natty? I would say no. Diesel, for or against? You got to bet for or against Nick Saban to win another national title before he hangs them up. He's 71. What do you think? I'm going four, Mark. You're going four. But you are also talking to somebody, as you just said, who saw that A and thought they would win yesterday. (laughs) I, I do it with the Dallas Cowboys, and I do it with Alabama. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to bet against them. And yesterday's game, while they didn't win, obviously, I didn't think they played poorly. They got dominated, absolutely dominated in the trenches. I'm not used to seeing that happen to a Nick Saban team. Yeah, so, I think he'll get at least one more. Diesel, you chased the A. Stop chasing the A, Diesel. The, the, the A skirt is leading you astray. I can't okay. quit, Mark. I can't quit it. <laughs> uh, look, they're, they're not the same team. They weren't the same team this year. Everyone thought that was the case. Everyone was wrong. Michigan met all the criteria that we laid out for you, uh, and the better team won. It shouldn't have been a game. It was a game. But this game, this national championship game, and I'm, I'm concerned for this because I have a very, very clear team that I am rooting for, okay? Don't ever ask. Like, I'm going to give you objective coverage, but I also will have a rooting interest. Every official became a sports official because they're a huge sports fan. Every host became a host because they're a huge sports fan. And part of being a sports fan is taking sides. Now, you learn in this business, uh, I think the, 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 those of us who are halfway decent at what we do, you got to be able to be objective. you got to be able to take the, the goggles off. But darn if this doesn't set up to me. The biggest good versus evil national championship game that we have ever seen in our existences. Now, you might not even realize at this point, but allow me to lay it out to you. Michigan, the brand, the big house, uh, the undisputed we're going to be in the college football playoff no matter what, even though they cheated and everyone knows they did. All right. Jim Harbaugh didn't know. Well, he should have known. It doesn't really help you, the sign stealing. Well, why are they doing it? Everybody's doing it. Prove it. Prove to me everybody's doing it. Because we just have evidence that you did it at Michigan. So you have the team that cheated. We have the team that cheated. Okay? And then we have the team in Washington that has done Everything right. Everything right. They have been an underdog. They have been doubted. They were a double-digit underdog against Oregon, a team that are already beaten once over the course of the season in the Pac-12 championship game. 
You want a comeback story in sports? How about Michael Penix Jr., man? You know, who's had four, not one, not two, not three, I feel like LeBron James right now, but four seasons in his college career ended by injury. Twice torn ACLs. Non-throwing shoulder, AC joints. Four years, there was a day he was, uh, he was lying on his dorm room floor crying on a game day. Waited till his roommate left, lying on the floor, crying, asking himself, did he want to continue this gift called life? Because he had this dream and the dream was continuously being ripped away from him. You know, all of us who have a dream, right? Like I have a dream. I'm living that dream right now. I'm here with you. All of us who have a dream can relate to the idea that something completely and totally out of your control is ripping that dream away from you. And that was happening to Michael Penix Jr. Then he comes back. Remember Indiana was good a few years ago, and you're like, man, how did that happen? Yeah, there's one man. It wasn't their head coach, Allen. It, uh, it, it was all Michael Penix Jr. He had Indiana, the Hoosiers, basketball school in the top 10 in the polls because he was their quarterback. Listen, man, this is as big of a good versus evil matchup as we have ever seen in the sports. Washington last night dominated Texas. Uh, I thought Texas made some questionable decisions late in the game. They're down by uh, nine points. They decide to kick a field goal instead of going for the touchdown, which they desperately needed. Creates a 37-31 game. Lines up to be where Texas is going to get the ball back down by six points with 15 seconds to go inside their own 15-yard line. But because of a Washington injury, they got more time. Then, because of a fair catch interference infraction, they got the ball past the 30. Then they march the ball down the field, and they've got a first and 10 at Washington's 15-yard line with 20 seconds to go. 20 seconds. I mean, can you believe that? They had a chance, and I, I, I assure you, all of you listening right now thought for a moment that Washington was going to find a way to lose that game, right? Like, like evil was going to triumph yet again, but it didn't. These Washington Huskies are made differently. These Washington Huskies, who haven't truly been relevant, the vast majority of the modern era, right? They have one playoff berth. They got destroyed in that playoff berth. By the way, I don't know if you've heard this, D-Cell, but is there any truth to the rumor that the playoff committee is discussing putting Georgia into the national championship game in place of Washington because they <laughs> lost their running back in the game? They lost their running back. So, you know, move them out. That's what we did to Florida State, right? It's all about the TV ratings, right? So they lost their running back. Let's put Georgia in the national championship game now. I mean, that's, that's, that, that wouldn't be surprising to me at this point. It's no more crazy than what they did to Florida State. Guys, Michael Penix Jr. is the easy number one pick in this draft. And it is absurd to me 
when I look at this, when I look at these draft rankings next year, and I see Michael Penix Jr. as the fifth best quarterback available, fifth best, Diesel, Caleb Williams, a little flaky, better than Michael Penix Jr., who is the Pac-12 champion? Oh, I'll wait. Drake May, very mistake-prone, same school as Mitchell Trubisky. Who you got? Jane Daniels, Jaden Daniels, Heisman Trophy winner, stud. You can argue Michael Penix Jr. is the best player in college football. You can argue Jaden Daniels as well. I've got, I cannot besmirch him in any way. Bo Nix, really? Oregon? Penix Jr. beat him twice? Who has more talent, Oregon or Washington? Oregon. Penix Jr. beat Bo Nix twice. Those four guys are all ranked ahead of Michael Penix Jr. for the NFL Draft 2024. Why? Because of the four season-ending injuries. Penix Jr. has suffered. Injury prone or bad luck? He's been healthy two years in a row now. And because Penix Jr. is in his sixth year and is thus a few years older, right? For those reasons, he's getting slept on. Well, sleep on him at your own risk. I wouldn't be making that mistake. So I know we've got buy or sell coming up later in the show, D-Cell. Can I ask you this? Buy or sell today, Michael Penix Jr. as the number one pick in the draft. Buy or sell, what do you say? I want to buy it, Mark, but I, I got to sell it. My God, I don't think he's the most talented. He's up there. He's not the most talented. Who is? It's Who Caleb is? Williams. I oh, can't, it's Caleb Williams. I know wait, 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 he wait. didn't win as much, but he's more talented. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, but don't you think that wins are part of that equation? Absolutely. It's part of it. It's not the full equation. But but who's got more talent, USC or Washington? Who's a better team? I mean, the better team? How can you not say Washington? Listen, uh, Penix Jr. was 29 of 38 for 438 yards and two touchdowns. All right? It's two touchdowns against the team that beat Alabama, Texas. Come on, Diesel. He's Come a on. stud. I'm not arguing that. He probably should have won the Heisman this year. He's a stud. Diesel, I, open your eyes. Don't criticize. Realize we must try to see eye to eye, I, you and I. I we just got, don't think he's number one. We've got, we've got to do it. Huskies were 40-1 to 1 odds to win the national championship at the start of the season. Their 10th consecutive win by 10 or fewer points. That's an NCAA football record, my friends. And you have the ultimate good versus evil battle. In good versus evil, what side are you on? I'm against Tiger Woods. America loves him. I think he's a sports villain in America. I watch him to root against him. When Kevin Durant was on the Warriors, the NBA said, what do you mean we've got a problem? Lack of competitive balance. Have you seen the ratings for the Warriors on TV? Yeah, we're all rooting against him. Right? You have the ultimate good versus evil battle. The team no one gave a shot, Washington, who has triumphed over adversity, who has a no-name coach doing unbelievable things. And you have college football's evil empire, the Michigan Wolverines, who, despite all of their advantages, thought it upon themselves to cheat. And there was no penalty for them for doing so. Up next on the show, a new all-time worst has been crowned. But why it's still a great day for this NFL fan base. That's next. My name is Mark Ryan in for Bill here on Rider Than You along with Diesel. Now here is a CBS Sports Update with Andrew Bogish.
You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Mark Ryan, in for Bill, Writer Than You at CBS Sports Radio. Fantastic to have you guys with us along with D-Cell. Wishing you and yours the happiest of New Year's, man. Hope 2024 is the best year of your life. Twitter is buzzing here in the early going. Cynthia chimes in and she says the NCAA is going to smile and hand Michigan the trophy even though they know they've been using AI and illegal scouting the last couple of years. Cynthia, they've got an axe to grind against Jim Harbaugh. Don't think the NCAA doesn't. They're after Jim Harbaugh. And every time they, even though they keep pulling over Michigan, figuratively, they keep finding stuff when they pull over Michigan. Uh, I was rooting for the meteor hitting to hit the Rose Bowl when the cheaters were playing Alabama, so says Brian Reshley. Chiming in, Michael Timms tweets in. He says, Mark, any college coach who's opposed helmet radios has no business whining about sign stealing. The current uproar could never have erupted but for the implicit compliance of quote-unquote victims who wanted to keep their own options open. Hypocrisy is vice's complement to virtue. Very, very well said, Michael, but the same point is, you know, not everybody voted against the helmet technology, you know, and without that, you've got cheating going on. It's like in in a world in which we're still using chains to determine a first down, we still haven't figured out a way to chip the football. Like, what what are we doing here? So, guys, um, over the weekend, and this was this. There's actually a shining light here. Okay, I I host locally for Odyssey in the Carolinas. Uh, I host uh, for the Fan Upstate Odyssey Station in the Carolinas and. I have a local show called Offsides from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. I'll be on the air later today. The Carolina Panthers are our NFL team, right? We're in Carolina Panthers country, Atlanta Braves country, Clemson Tigers country, South Carolina Gamecocks country. And I have witnessed firsthand during my time here the divorcing of a fan base from their own team. Now, I can illustrate this to you, all right? When I moved here five years ago, the, we did a poll, and we asked, what, how, how many of you guys perceive that the Carolina Panthers are your team? Because the logo of the Carolina Panthers is actually the states of North and South Carolina placed together. And 56% of my audience said the Carolina Panthers belong to both states. North and South Carolina, they belong to both states equally. I ran the same poll this fall, or should I say last year because we're now in 2024, a couple of months ago, that the answer was 16%. In five years, 56% of the population that believed the Panthers were their team became 16%. Before Dave Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, took over seven years ago, The team had made the playoffs four times in five seasons. They haven't made it a single time since. Dave Tepper's about to be on his fifth coach in seven seasons. Ron Rivera, Matt Rule, Steve Wilkes, Frank Reich, and nobody good, because nobody good will sign on to this mess. This is a franchise that traded everything to draft the wrong quarterback. Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. This is a franchise that recently had NFL tickets. Going for 45 cents, there are gumball machines 
that cost more than NFL tickets these days to that team. This is a franchise that has the number one pick in the draft, and they're handing it to the Chicago Bears. But we shouldn't just focus on the good things. My friend, we topped it all off over the weekend (laughs) in Jacksonville in predictable fashion. Um, Carolina is getting their backside waxed yet again. They're 2-14 and on the year. They're trailing 26-0. The prized pick, Bryce Young, who people in the building have told me it was Dave Tepper's call to take Bryce Young. First time a sub-six-foot quarterback um, has ever been drafted with that hype and that hoopla surrounding him. Keyshawn Johnson says there's a reason those guys don't typically go number one overall, and when they do go number one overall, it doesn't work out. Kyler Murray was the first. Bryce Young is the second. Generally speaking, how is Kyler Murray working out in Arizona? At the end of the game, Dave Tepper, who had an open box in Jacksonville, harassed all game long by Panthers fans nearby who knew he was in there, decided to chuck a drink, a beverage, on the Panthers fans below him. As Gwen Stefani says, Dave Tepper had it up to here. And he just, he had it. Like, he, he was done, right? He, he, we all have a limit to our patience, but you cannot do that. What I want to know, D-Cell, was the drink sour or salty? Because Dave Tepper is both. Threw a drink on the fans. The NFL is aware of the incident. So why is this a great day for Carolina Panthers fans? Well, on the negative side, it all but assures you're not going to get a great head coach because everyone's aware of the clown show right now that is this operation. You're not getting Ben Johnson. You're not, you're not getting Ben Johnson. You might get Ben Johnson, the disgraced Canadian sprinter who roared it up to win the 100-meter dash. But you're not getting Ben Johnson from the Detroit Lions. You're not getting Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's coming here. Bill Belichick is is coming to the Carolina Panthers. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. It's a good day for Carolina Panthers fans because after a number of these incidents, and another one is that they agreed to build their corporate headquarters in Rock Hill, South Carolina. They were about a third of the way through construction. Dave Tepper decides to have a dispute over the remainder of the bill. A billionaire is discussing millions of dollars. And because the city and the owner couldn't agree, now there's a one-third built corporate headquarters in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Dave Tepper, my friends, is the worst owner in all of sports. And it's actually a great day if you're a Carolina Panthers fan because Roger Goodell at one point has the power to put his can to put his ownership stake to a vote. And if 24 out of 32 owners deem him unfit for the job, he will be forced to sell the team. There is no worse plight as a fan of sports than having a bad owner. That is as bad as it gets. You have a bad quarterback, draft another one. You have a bad coach, fire him, get another one. Seven teams in the NFL each year do. You have a bad GM, the same thing. You have bad uniforms, change them. You have a bad fan base, win. 
The owner is the one thing you can do absolutely nothing about. And it's having a bad owner is signing up for a lifetime of misery. And it's interesting, right? Because I have a relationship with people at the Carolina Panthers. We have a one of the voices of the Panthers on with us every single week on the local show. And I ask him the tough questions, and he answers to the best of his ability. But you just feel so badly for them. I am friends with people who work for the Carolina Panthers. They tell me, not a good place to work. Not like everyone walks on eggshells around here, waiting for Mount Tepper to walk by in a fit of rage, and a fit of anger. Like, I've got friends who work there who are telling me this. They don't like going to work every day because Mount Tepper is going to blow. Give me a break, man. That guy's an absolute loser. Total loser. And what have you noticed with the behavior of all of these idiot owners out there? Sterling and Sarver and Tepper. No one steps to them. No one tells them what to do. Whenever you have unchecked power, you know what else you have? Abuse of power. D-Cell, I got a little pop quiz for you here, my friends. I would, lo- I would love a trash score from you. 1 to 100, D-Cell. Are you game? Always. Let's do it. All right. James Dolan, scale of 1 to 100, trash score. What is the trash level? Through the roof. <laughs> as high as it could possibly go. So you're going 100 for James Dolan. Why? A hundred out of a hundred because he meddles too much in the operations of his basketball team. Okay. Okay. James Fisher taking the A's out of Oakland. Trash score. I'm going to give him a 92. And that reason is Mark not investing in his team to meet the objective of trying to be a winning organization. He gave up and he gave up years ago. Isn't it something how the movie Moneyball romanticized the right? A's? Yeah, right? absolutely. And Moneyball is actually bad for the game of yes. baseball. Yes. It's bad for the game of baseball. And, like, you know, it allowed the A's to have 10 more years of suck because we, we feel good. Moneyball made us feel good about this little engine that could team. The Washington Huskies are the A's of college football. They have no business being here. That's why everyone should root for them. It's fantastic. Dave Tepper, have I managed to successfully increase his trash score to you? Scale of 1 to 100 in this segment, Disa. Yes, you have, because he does all of the above that we talked about. He meddles. He's not invested in the right things. He wants to win. He doesn't have the patience to win. And he doesn't know what he's doing in terms of he's successful in the business world, but he doesn't realize what he doesn't know in the football world. Yeah, like smart people realize what they don't know. Right? Like, that, that, that's an intelligence, is knowing what you don't know. Understanding your faults. He's the worst owner in sports, Dave Tepper is. What say you guys about that? 855-212-4CBS is the number. We'll be joined by Dan Wetzel, Yahoo Sports columnist, coming your way next. How did Harbaugh get Michigan over the SEC hump? You're listening to Rider Than You. Mark Ryan in for Bill. Right here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 